Hi, I'm Nancy Lotridge Anderson. And I'm Ryder Taff. We're financial advisors for New Perspectives Incorporated, an independent fee-only financial management company. And this is Money Notes, 15 minutes of financial tips and conversations about money to help you save more, invest smarter, and live better financially. So plug in your earbuds and get your notepad ready. It's Money Notes. Hi, I'm Bella LaRosa, and I'm here today with Ryder Taff and Susan McAdory. I am a college senior, and today I'm going to be asking them a bit about their college experience, college planning, and their advice. So let's start off with um, how did you plan for college? What would you change? Tell me about that. So for me, I grew up in a house where I was kind of always expected that I would go to a four-year college, and I knew from a somewhat early age that there was money set aside for that uh, kind of you know large Christmas gifts from the grandparents would be hey this is your college money so that was reinforced but other than that we really didn't talk about the finances too much um, what people can do now there's a lot more options early on for what folks can do to get ready for their child or their middle schooler or their high schooler going to college and we'll talk about that in a minute um, but Susan what about you I was also expected from an early age to just go to college when I graduated high school. I didn't take enough time on the front end to plan for what exactly that would be, what my degree would be, what my career path would be. And I wish that somebody would have fully explained the cost of college and how the degree you earn can affect you later. Okay. Um Looking more specifically, what do you recommend for parents for college planning? So for parents, a lot of it is going to be, how are you paying for college? This is going to be a huge expense, and you can start thinking about it when you have kids. Um, A lot of people don't start thinking about it until a little later, but from an early age, you can start talking about saving up for college. These days, there are 529 accounts. Every state has a 529 plan, and this is where you can put money, you can invest it specifically for that child to go to college. There are often tax benefits for putting money in there, and there are federal tax benefits because any money that you take out of that to pay for college, including the earnings, will not be taxed. And that's pretty good if you do get started early and when you have extra money to set aside for college. But not everybody can start that early. So a few years out, you're going to start looking at what your need-based aid options are. Uh, FAFSA, the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, is what you're going to do when your child is applying for college. But you complete it in the child's senior year, but you can always arrange your finances to optimize this well before then. Of course, you want to look at scholarships. You want your student to be a good student. Tell them to study hard. That's going to be important. Uh, It's going to be a little harder for the parents to influence that beyond just good parenting rules, but that's less financial advice. Um, Then there's going to be loans and cash are going to be the last two ways that you pay for things. If you don't qualify for need-based aid, you're not getting enough scholarships, there are loans available. And we'll talk about that later, but federal student loans actually are a pretty good deal as long as you're using them in a good way. And lastly, parents who have a lot of assets saved up, maybe they've been saving for their child's college for years, they're going to have cash and they're going to have other assets to pay for that. Thank you. Okay, so I have friends in college. Everyone pays for it differently. I have some friends, their parents give them 100 bucks a week. I have another friend, she worked full-time, paid for her entire college. 
Um, everyone handles finances differently, but for students in college, what is your recommendation? How should they look at loans, look at maybe jobs during college? What's your advice with that? So for spending money in college and actually, you know, all of my uh, rent and food expenses, I worked to pay through college. Uh, and of course, you'll always hear folks from older generations saying, I, I had two jobs to work all the way through college and I didn't have loans. Uh, college is way more expensive now. So loans are a much more important part, but they are not designed to be used for your living expenses. Just because the loan officer disperses more than you actually need for your tuition does not mean you need to spend that on the weekend. And I'd like to jump in and say one thing I wish I had done was pay much more close attention to the amount of loans I took on and how proactively I began paying them off earlier. I didn't begin until after I graduated, which I could have begun earlier because I worked during college and I didn't need all of that money. So do remember to pay attention to how much you take on and don't wait to start paying it off. Yeah, I think loans are a bigger and bigger part of paying for college these days. So it's important to pay attention to them before you even before you even apply to colleges. Understand how much that is. How much money is it going to cost you to go to college? And make sure that the loan you're getting is worth the expense. And with working during college, I know some people don't necessarily want their children to begin working in college. They want them to be sure to focus on their education, which is why you're there. So if you are one of those people who cannot handle doing both, put your effort where you're spending your money, which is in your education. But I will say the jobs I had throughout college were some of my best classrooms. I learned confidence there. I learned how to problem solve on my feet. And I gained experience, which you know, is something you're going to need when you graduate and start applying for jobs. You want to have experience under your belt doing some form of job and showing you know how to work with people. Yes, exactly. Um, something I feel like a lot of my friends don't know is you can get internships in college. So if you don't want to work during school, you can work during the summer and save up. I always try to kind of live on nothing in the summer and just put everything I earn into my bank account. And I kind of live off it during the year. Um, so that's just to be noted, especially if you're a business major, comm major, certain people like that, it's easier. Um, even if you don't get paid, that kind of experience can really help you get a job and just meet people. Um, okay, so there are tons of options for college. You can go to a private university. You can go to a public. You can go out of state. You can go to community college. What are your thoughts on these? What do you recommend to people? I think it's important to understand you're absolutely right. There are a lot of options and you you don't just have to graduate high school and immediately go to your four-year dream school and stay there. Uh, even, even simple things like just taking a year off deferring your entry is most colleges will happily let you defer your entry for at least a year. And that's very valuable if during that year you're able to target a field you want to go into maybe an area you'd like to work because that can encourage you to get that degree finished in the shortest amount of time possible rather than maybe wasting a year figuring yourself out, which can be a very expensive 
way to figure out your yeah. life's direction. Uh, the first year of a private college will be the most expensive year of figuring yourself out, the, the most expensive year of therapy you will ever do. Which I think is where community college comes in. If That's you are point. not ready, if you have no direction, consider a community college. You can live at home and save a huge amount on rent and board or living expenses. Um, it also helps you keep that structure. So if you're not sure if you're disciplined enough to go away from home and take this challenge on by yourself and stick to that schedule, hey, just live at home. Your parents will encourage you. You'll have that network of friends who've stayed around. And you can make it through at a much cheaper price than starting out at a university. That's especially important if you're definitely planning on, say, staying in state, finishing up at a four-year university, because oftentimes the community college network in your state will offer very easy ways to transfer your credits over to your, uh, you know, big state institutions. So the, you know, once you knock out some of those credits, get your core subjects taken care of, then you can really go to university and really focus on the things that are going to launch you in your career. So that does definitely depend on your state and the colleges. I know you want to research beforehand, before going to that community college, that those credits will transfer. Otherwise, you may have just wasted a year or two. Yeah, so there are a lot of options, and, and it's very important that you look at all of them. So, Bella, that's a great point. Bring up all those different options that you have. Yes, um, my brother actually went into school for chemical engineering, and the first year he went to community college, and it just saved him when he went to when he transferred to a public university because the program was so rigorous that he was able to get over like the literatures and the really core classes, and it actually made studying chemical engineering way easier than if he hadn't, and it saved him thousands of dollars. So. And that's where you can save the most on college education is the front end. Before you take on that debt, you don't have to pay it off if you didn't take it out. So when you're taking out those student loans, the federal subsidized loans are going to be the best deal going. On the undergraduate level, they're a very low rate, but the subsidized ones are going to be limited. The subsidized means you don't owe interest while you're in school. The unsubsidized ones, you will have interest that is accruing while you're in school and, but again, the total amount of those is going to be limited. And your parents, if you're going to an expensive school, your parents are going to have to pick up the tab with parent plus loans, which can cover the full cost of attendance. Once you graduate with student loans, then again, federal loans are generally the best and they have the best repayment options. You can have income-based repayment options. A lot of people get into trouble with student loans. They have a very high, uh, very high monthly payment. But understanding that you have a lot of options while they're still federal loans, you need to talk to your service servicer about what those options are. Thank you both for your time today, and I hope that helps you all out there with college planning. I'm Nancy Lotridge-Anderson. And I'm Ryder Taff, and this was Money Notes. Find us at newper.com, N-E-W-P as in Paul, E-R.com. Call us at 888-831-3158. And join us next time.
for money notes. New Perspectives Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Register with the Securities and Exchange Commission. In no event shall anything said here be interpreted or construed as a solicitation to affect securities transactions or provide personal investment advice. A copy of New Perspective Inc.'s written disclosure statement is available upon request. For more money notes, listen to the full episode at www.newper.com.